You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino from the Draft Network, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. Happy Tuesday to you. Today, I am going to offer you my final 53-man roster projection for the offseason. And the Bills roster will fully take shape over the next week and a half. But before the last two rounds of cuts come, I want to predict the 53-man roster. And so today I'm going to work position by position, tell you who I have making the team, who I have being cut, and I've also assembled a 16-man practice squad actually a 17-man practice squad given the exemption for Christian Wade. And in the next 10 days or so, we'll see how I did. All right, let's do it. Let's get to it. We'll start with quarterback. I have the Bills keeping two quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Mitch Trubisky, with Davis Webb and Jake Fromm being cut. The Bills have typically kept two quarterbacks under Sean McDermott except for last year when they kept Jake Fromm on the roster to be a COVID emergency quarantine quarterback. So I think we'll get back to the two quarterbacks on the active roster plan, and then between Webb and Fromm, one of them I expect to be on the practice squad. Right now I have it as Davis Webb because I think Jake Fromm may actually get scooped up by another team. Looking at Atlanta, who just lost A.J. McCarron to a season-ending knee injury, and their only backup on the roster behind Matt Ryan is Felipe Franks, a rookie out of Arkansas. So they could be in the market for some quarterback help, and if Jake Fromm were to hit the waiver wire, I'm sure he would be an attractive option for them if the Bills don't maybe explore the idea of trading Fromm to the Atlanta Falcons. But nonetheless, I have Allen and Trubisky making the roster with Davis Webb being on the practice squad. Moving on to running back, I have the Bills keeping... Four, maybe you could say five because of what I did with the tight end room. So I'll kind of work these two together here and explain my thoughts. At running back, I have the Bills keeping Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Matt Breida, and Taiwan Jones with Christian Wade and Antonio Williams being cut and both back on the practice squad. And the Bills have an extra practice squad spot available to them for Christian Wade. So he will be one of the 17 players that I project to be on the practice squad. So Singletary Moss, Brita, and Jones. And I know Taiwan Jones is a polarizing player because he doesn't really help the team at running back. But we cannot forget that just a few weeks ago, Brandon Bean said Taiwan Jones is an elite gunner. And we've talked recently about the importance of a gunner and what they do and why Taiwan Jones matters as the Bills are before. Oh, by the way, he's a veteran that provides great leadership, and um, he's getting paid pretty well to be a gunner. Almost $2 million for his salary this year, and a big chunk of that is guaranteed. So from the messaging to the contract to the role that he fills, I think Taiwan Jones is going to stick around. So Singletary Moss, Breida, and Jones at running back 
which leads me right to tight end where I have the Bills keeping three of those, kind of. I teased this on the Monday podcast. Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister, and Reggie Gilliam. That's it. The players then being cut are Nate Becker, Bug Howard, Quentin Morris, and Tommy Sweeney. I have Quentin Morris and Tommy Sweeney on the practice squad. So my thought process here is exactly what I outlined on Monday's podcast where I pounded the table for Reggie Gilliam. He does a lot for the football team. He can serve as a tight end. He can serve as a fullback. He can line up as a wing. He plays special teams. He just checks a lot of boxes. He can do a lot for the football team. And so because he adds that value as a fullback that can catch the football block and carry the ball and play special teams, I just think he has a lot of value. More value than a Tommy Sweeney or whoever the traditional tight end three would be. Oh, by the way, if you need the blocking guy, you can kick Spencer Brown out to tight end and he can fill that role as a blocking tight end. So this to me is the most logical path and the one that I think brings the most overall value to the team. So I have the Bills only really keeping two traditional tight ends, but the caveat is we know Reggie Gilliam can fill in in a pinch and Spencer Brown can fill in as a blocking type tight end. So based on the way that this offense is structured and where they like to go with the football and how they like to use personnel, I don't see the need to keep that third traditional tight end and Reggie Gilliam just provides more value. So three tight ends with an asterisk, if you will, Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister, and Reggie Gilliam. Next up, we have wide receiver. I have the Bills keeping seven of those, and traditionally the Bills only keep six, but as they continue to incorporate more 10 personnel, more empty sets, as you see the value of some of these depth players at wide receiver, I couldn't get it down to six. So we made some concessions in other spots, but wide receiver wasn't one of them. Now here's the players I have the Bills keeping. Obviously, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. I think those are pretty well established as the top five receivers. Then I have them keeping two more, Jake Kumaro and Marquez Stevenson. Jake Kumaro, a perfect bottom-of-the-depth chart type receiver where he provides size and athleticism and physicality at wide receiver, but can also really help your team on special teams. So I think that he's a very useful player that is perfect for the bottom of your wide receiver depth chart. And then Marquez Stevenson, his big playability is just too much to ignore, whether that's in the return game or getting vertical down the field or creating after the catch in space. I just feel like the Bills need to keep him around. And you could try to sneak him onto your practice squad, but after a long completion against the Lions that set the Bills up for a game-winning field goal and then an 80-yard punt return for a touchdown, the NFL is going to be aware of that. They're going to want that big playability on their team. And so I just don't feel like the risk of exposing him to waivers is something that I would be interested in seeing if you could slip him through. And I know that it's unlikely that players get scooped up because every team's in the same position. Every team has players they're nervous about cutting because they want them back on their practice squad. So 
this is an across the league type thing. And I know traditionally every year you don't see a ton of players actually get scooped up off the waiver wire and signed to active rosters. So it's more likely than not that the Bills will get back the players they want to. But big playability doesn't just grow on trees. And so that's why I'd be nervous about exposing Marquez Stevenson to the waiver wire. So I have the Bills keeping seven. And honestly, six of these will probably dress on game day. These guys can really bring a lot of value to the team. So again, Diggs, Beasley, Sanders, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Jake Kumaro, and Marquez Stevenson, the seven receivers I have the Buffalo Bills keeping. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Both are open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo where you can make a bet on the September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football and basketball to boxing right to horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Weak tortilla chips suck. I know it. You know it. Even the New York Jets know it, and they don't know anything. Lucky for you, I just discovered Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips, and this company's mission is to create delicious tortilla chips that don't break in guacamole. Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips follow the traditional process of making tortillas first before cutting and frying them into chips. Most of the tortilla chip brands are weak because they skip that very important step. However, the team at Zach's Mighty knows that this authentic process is the only way to make a sturdy tortilla chip. On top of it all, Zach's Mighty grows its organic corn at farms in the Buffalo, Rochester area. And not only are Zach's Mighty tortilla chips sturdy and don't break in guac, the taste is incredible. Pick up a bag at your local Wegmans or Whole Foods Market and say no to weak and crappy tortilla chips forever. Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips, stand up to guac. All right, next up, I want to get into the offensive line and the defensive line. Starting with the O-line, I have the Bills keeping eight, and that's a light number, and I'll explain that here as I work through the players I have staying and who is getting cut. So the rostered players will be Deion Dawkins at left tackle, John Feliciano, Mitch Morse, Cody Ford, Darrell Williams. There's your offensive line from left to right. And then the three backups, Ryan Bates, Ike Bakker, and Spencer Brown. And so I hear you right now. You're saying, Joe, what about Tommy Doyle? They just picked him in the fifth round. He's athletic. They can't possibly move on from him already. He's the player that I think that they finesse things to keep around. Tommy Doyle's not ready to play in an NFL regular season game, but eventually he could. So I think this is a player a lot like Isaiah Hodgins from last year where they will put him on injured reserve and reevaluate his situation later in the season. 
and that may require him to initially make the active roster, and they could cut a veteran that they can quickly re-sign and put on the active roster, and then you take Tommy Doyle and put him on injury reserve. Some type of gymnastics like that to keep him around. But for the sake of piecing everything together in a way that allows you to get 53 players that can help your football team now, I think it's going to require those gymnastics with Tommy Doyle. So that's what I have happening with him. And I contemplated a similar move with Marquez Stevenson. So I think between Stevenson and Doyle, you have some flexibility there to, like I said, do some gymnastics to keep them around and not have to expose them to waivers. So that's kind of my expectation with either or Doyle and Stevenson. So the players I have the Bills cutting, Jordan Devy, Bobby Hart, Forrest Lamp, and that's kind of unfortunate. Forrest Lamp's a player that I was pretty interested in seeing have a chance to make the roster and maybe even compete for a starting job. But, I mean, he's been injured all of camp. He hasn't had an opportunity to really showcase what he's capable of. So Forrest Lamp getting cut, Jamil Douglas, Tyler Gaither, and Jack Anderson. I have Jamil Douglas and Jack Anderson back on the practice squad. At defensive end, so that's all of offense. At defensive end, I have the Bills keeping seven. And this is difficult because that's probably one more than they should. But who do you say goodbye to? The obvious one is Mike Love. I have him being cut and on the practice squad. But then everyone else stays. Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, A.J. Epinesa, Bam Johnson, and F.A. Obata. So I know that they love Hughes and Addison for their veteran leadership and kind of using both in a reduced role this year. And then obviously Groot and Boogie Basham and A.J. Epinesa are going to stick around as recent draft picks with high ceilings. Bam Johnson is unbelievable for special teams, and I think we've seen him really take a step forward this preseason, and the messaging from the coaching staff really suggests that he's going to be part of the mix. And then F.A. Obata has been unbelievable, and they're paying him pretty well in terms of guaranteed money compared to his overall salary. And like I said, he's been awesome. He's been really good in preseason and in camp. Has a really, really high ceiling. You talk about a guy that can truly play inside and outside. From watching the preseason tape, I can tell you Obata can actually do that. I talked in the recap show on Saturday after the game about how Obata didn't really stand out. And that's from the live watch. I've went back and watched the All-22, and Obata was incredible in that football game. Didn't show up necessarily on the stat sheet, or you didn't necessarily feel it when you watch the game live, but when you go back and watch the tape, you can see the impact that he made. So I have him sticking around. The X factor here is what if they do choose to move on from Mario Addison? I would be surprised, especially considering the restructured contract and the messaging that has come from Bean and McDermott regarding Addison. But I said a few weeks ago on this podcast, what aren't we thinking of with this defensive end room? Is there something we're not being mindful of? And 
maybe it's that Addison is more of a cut candidate than we think he is. I'm not predicting it. I haven't making the team, but as I try to think outside the box and I try to get down to six defensive ends, it's at least a thought that has crossed my mind. So I'm sticking with seven defensive ends and uh, we'll see what happens. At defensive tackle, I have the Bills keeping four of those at Oliver, Starla Tulele, Justin Zimmer, and Vernon Butler. And you're probably saying, Joe, where is Harrison Phillips? I think Harrison Phillips is another candidate to put on injured reserve and just kind of buy yourself some time with him because he's got that knee injury right now that's going to sideline him likely for a few weeks. You don't want to rush him back. It was the same knee that he injured two years ago. And so I think you just need to buy time with him. So I don't have him completely off the radar here. He'll just probably be on injured reserve or some type of designation like that. Now I have the Bills actually cutting Trayvon Hester and Brandon Bryant with Brandon Bryant being retained to the practice squad. So four defensive tackles, seven defensive ends, and eight offensive linemen with a uh, few asterisks there between Tommy Doyle and Harrison Phillips. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and right in your pocket. Save time and save money when using Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. All right, so we got linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties, and specialists left to get to here as I work through my final 53-man roster prediction for the Buffalo Bills. Let's move to linebacker, where I have the Bills keeping five. And this is a spot where I would have liked to keep six, but when you beef up at defensive end with seven, you have to make a concession somewhere, and that concession is happening at linebacker. So I have the Bills keeping Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Tyler Medikavich, Andre Smith, and A.J. Klein. Being cut is Markel Lee, Joe Giles-Harris, Tyrell Dotson, and Tyrell Adams. I have Joe Giles-Harris and Tyrell Dotson being retained for the practice squad. But at the end of the day, the Bills only play two linebackers on defense. Occasionally, they'll be in base 4-3. Occasionally, they'll have a heavy package where they'll you know, like goal line or short yardage where they'll have an extra linebacker. But for the most part, they play two linebackers. And so that made it more digestible to go with only five. And Andre Smith is a player that I feel like they really like, can play inside and outside, play special teams. A.J. Klein is obviously going to stick around based on his contract, and he's a veteran, so much so that he doesn't even have to play in the preseason games to this point. 
And Tyler Medikavich has been getting more and more run in preseason on defense. He's been a starter in each of the first two preseason games. And we know that he's a critical member of the special teams units. So with Giles Harris and Dotson on the practice squad and the ability to call players up, I thought this was a logical place to go a little bit lighter than usual. At cornerback, I have the Bills keeping six. Trey White, Levi Wallace, Taron Johnson, Dane Jackson, Saran Neal, and Rashad Wild Goose. I think Wild Goose is a player that caught my eye a lot more in the second preseason game against the Bears than he did against the Lions. A couple of nice pass breakups, playing outside on the boundary. And he's got some untapped potential that really intrigues me. So I have him making the roster. He'll probably be a game day inactive player. But um, I wasn't prepared to cut him at this point. So I do have Cam Lewis, Nick McLeod, and Elijah Griffin being cut, but all three back on the practice squad. At safety, the Bills are keeping four. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Damar Hamlin, and Jaquan Johnson. The players I have them cutting at safety are Josh Thomas and Tariq Thompson with Josh Thomas claiming the 17th spot on the practice squad. Now, Jaquan Johnson's knee injury is something that we need to be mindful of right now. And if that doesn't clear up soon, it could be Josh Thomas and Damar Hamlin on the active roster and then some type of designation for Jaquan Johnson until he gets healthy. But until we know more about Johnson's knee situation, I have him and Hamlin as the backups to Poyer and Hyde. Then the specialist, this is pretty cut and dry. There was no competition for any of these players. Reed Ferguson is your long snapper, Tyler Bass, your kicker, and Matt Hawk, your punter. And um, I think that they really wanted to marry up the contracts of the punter and the kicker. And they did that with Bass and Hawk. And they want consistency there when it comes to that holding operation for field goals. And so I think they're pretty committed to Hawk. And I think that's a little dangerous because he's inconsistent, as we've seen in the preseason. That's exactly what Miami Dolphins fans warned us about. It's exactly the punter we watched in Miami. You know, some really impressive deep kicks, but just the control of the football and and the shanks are just too frequent. But I think they really like him as a holder and value that consistency with him and Tyler Bass. And so I think that's the trade-off that we have to deal with when it comes to Matt Hawk. So there you have it, my final 53-man roster prediction of the offseason. The next time we talk... 53-man roster. It'll be responding to what the actual 53-man roster is. The Bills are going to cut five more players by 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, the 24th, and then all the rest of the cuts come the following Tuesday. So this is going to move very quickly, and we'll know exactly who makes the team. And then just have to keep in mind, there could be some gymnastics that happen here to keep a younger player or deal with a short-term injury, something like that. So just like they did last year with Andre Roberts, they – They cut him but said, hey, go wait in the parking lot. We need to put Isaiah Hodgins on injured reserve, but uh, we kind of have to cut you first. We'll put him on injured reserve and we bring you right back. You know, So that type of stuff could happen. So just be mindful of that as well and don't uh, lose your mind if you see a surprising cut because that could be exactly what happens once again. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today here on the podcast. 
As always, I kindly ask that you share, subscribe, rate, and review. Hope you have an awesome day, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.